Good morning. Hello. Again. Yeah. It's Saturday again. We are how many days away from our Disney trip? 22, 23? 24. Oh, t- close. You thought I was 28 yesterday. Yeah, but I knew I was wrong. So, <laughs> so yeah, 24 days to go. Um, I feel like this past week we've been almost in training a little bit for Florida because we've had like the hottest uh, July yeah. day ever this year. But it's a different heat and we don't have aircon. Mm. In fact, wasn't it actually hotter here on that day than it was in it's Orlando? It's been hotter here all this week than it has been in Orlando, yeah. Yeah, so um, that's been interesting. Um, we've had also had lots of mosquitoes around and so we've been bitten. But no alligators. No. None at all. No alligators. Um, but I have had a chance to try this one out quite a lot. Well, that's better. Um, which is our John Lewis handheld fan that we picked up about a month ago now, I think. Um, it is the fan that everybody has been getting for their Disney trips. And I have to say, it's held up really well. Have you been using yours? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I'm really happy with it. I think it's going to do really good. I'm just going to need to remember to charge it. Um, uh, we so what are we talking about today? We're talking about planning. It's my favourite bit. Really? Love, well, the doing is better than the planning. Yeah, but think, think about the... Like, yeah, the whole well, holiday is the best bit, but it, it's it's there's so much like enjoyment to be had in the anticipation, and especially with Disney, where you plan it so far in advance, so you get a lot of anticipation. Um, but yeah, so the planning is really good fun. So the question we're asking is, can you overplan can your you? Disney trip? We really like to plan, and I just wonder, do we do we overdo it? Well, let's talk about it and okay. see. Okay, so I think we had a little bit of a think about how we plan and how we do Disney. And we're called Charlton's Do Disney because it's all about how we do Disney. And everybody does it a little bit differently, but I figure we can all learn something from, from one another. each other. So yeah, um, I think we thought about, plan- we do planning at different stages, right? So right there's different. First- there's different. There's different kind of category or different what's the word, kind of phases of planning. That's yeah. what it is. It's different phases of planning. Um, so I think we've broken that into four phases. Yeah, we did, yeah. And that makes... It, it's the four phases where we we make the kind of rigid... I say rigid. We make the plans because um, nothing's rigid when you're kind of booking for Disney, really. But we um, kind of have a set way of doing things. We've planned five Disney holidays now. Fight number five is coming up. Yeah, to Florida. We've gone to, to Paris a lot, but you don't really need to plan Not a lot. the same way. And you can't plan for, for Paris. You just kind of turn up, push into a queue like everyone else, and if the ride hasn't broken down, get on it. Oh, that's a, that's a story for a whole other video. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not down on Paris at all. Um, but yeah, so, um, so should we talk about... Phase one? Phase one. Phase one. Booking phase. Yeah. So booking phase is, for some people, some people do it really last minute, which scares the crap out of me. Some people do it several years in advance. Well done. Um, we kind of do it about a year, 18 months 18 in advance. 18 months, because we've always traditionally done it when the free dining comes out. It's, it's going to change for us now. Because we're because, because of the DVC element, we'll, we'll be booking essentially 11 months out mm-hmm. exactly. Um but we, we generally book between anywhere between a year and 18 months 
in advance of a holiday. And so. that's just because free dining tends to come out around springtime. Yeah. And we've always, always gone last week of August, first week of September. Yeah, so we try to do it so that so it's the quieter time from our, you know, from Brits vacationing around the schools, the American schools have gone back. So it's a quieter time. Um, so yeah, so it kind of makes the, the best sense, especially towards the back end of the of the trip. Mm. So so we book yeah between excuse me, uh, <laughs> twelve and eighteen months in advance. Yeah. Um, so. And the, uh, so, how do we do that then? So, we 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 generally have a, a clear idea of where we want to stay. Um, sometimes it's kind of budget conscious of thinking about about what resorts have been offering um, a, a, a kind of a good deal. So, I think our last trip was budget conscious. We didn't go for table service dining. We stayed moderate. We kind of. Yeah, so we went, but Riverside had, was, uh, Portland's Riverside had good, good deals on, and obviously you get, and this is the thing, is, is, so this is part of the, the, the it is part of the, the, the booking stage, is if you are thinking about the budget and how much things are going to cost, and you're thinking about, you know, do you go deluxe, do you go um, moderate, do you go value, um, I think that the biggest, if you want to go for deluxe, and, and is that, that's great, and that obviously opens a whole you know, world of, of, of options with that. But I think the biggest kind of choice is whether you go value, where you don't really get a dining plan. You get one free, they call it breakfast, but you yeah. get one free counter service credit a day. Yeah. So you could, the best way to use that, I think, would be to use it on your main meal of the day. Um, yeah. And then. But it's still not that substantial, being a, a burger and fries or something. It, it, it will just be, it's that. It's not always fast food. There's lots of options, but but you know it's kind of that kind of thing, which again is great. Um, but if you if if you think about how much you spend on food in Disney, and especially um, you know if there's a family, mm. um, it, it's it's sometimes often sometimes often it's often less expensive to actually upgrade and, and pay for a moderate room because you're getting the same amount of people into the room for that yeah. rack rate or more people um, and then you get the dining plan included so even if it's a quick service dining plan you still got two, two you've credits got, a day you've, and you've got your snack credits yeah. and you, so you've got all of those those things so actually you can do that and then not have to worry about paying any food at all now if you wanted to stay moderate and upgrade the to a table service dining plan which is what we'd the holiday we had booked originally for this year, but now we're not doing because of buying DVC. But what we had originally, we were staying at Coronado Springs, but for the three of us, we paid. So we got the free, um, uh, quick service dining plan because we're at a moderate. But we paid. I think it's for three of us. It was an extra seven hundred. Seven hundred pounds, I think, to upgrade. Dollars to, or pounds? I don't know. I don't know. It's much of a muchness at the um, moment, anyway. Yeah, but but to upgrade to the table service dining plan. But do what suits you. But that's the time you want to start looking at that. You need to at that stage. You you actually do need to think about how you want to eat and and at the prices. And it's it's worth going onto the Disney um, uh, website. You can do it on the app, but it's better on the website. It's worth going on there to start looking at the menus. Yeah. Of thinking about where you might want to eat and then what the costs are. Because by the time you've taken into account, you know, most of the kind of the the, the entrees are 
between you know twenty and thirty five dollars, depending on what you have. Um, you know, if you if you if you bank around the thirty dollar mark each for an entree, so that's not including an appetizer or a dessert. Their appetizer and desserts anything between kind of seven and ten dollars each, um, and then your drinks similar kind of price really. So by the time you've taken that into account per person, depending on how many is in your party, and then you know a fifteen twenty percent um, tip, is it all starts to mount up. Now you're going to pay for a tip anyway, even if you're on a dining plan. But yeah, so if you if you add up all your kind of your food prices for those meals um, for each day of your trip, and think well actually if I that would pay for us to upgrade if you want to upgrade to a to a moderate or a deluxe resort even um, because of the the what we'd be spending on food and it's including the dining plan so that's one tip to look at and I, I think you know sometimes it's it it's in my I don't know it some people work differently and in my mind I'd rather pay for everything up front and knowing that when I go there I've had all the pain of paying like for Disney. So you what, just get to enjoy it. Yeah, then. when you get there, I don't, I don't need to worry other than kind of spending money on like merch and stuff. Don't need to worry about it. Don't need to worry mm. about that. Oh, you know, do we have enough money for this? Do we have to pay for that? How much is this going to cost to eat here? It's just done. Pay for. Okay, so, so in terms of the booking phase, is that the main part of the plan? Do you think? For the booking phase, yeah, yeah. So look at look at what. The time of year is important. We always go the same time of year because it's quiet. And, and again, it's, it's quieter. And it's worth doing that, looking at when, you know, you don't want to go at spring break. No. Yeah. Um, you know, if that's any time you can go, then fair enough. But you are going to be in queues. It's going to be very busy. You're not going to get reservations. You're not going to get... We're talking about reservations in a minute. But yeah, it, it's swings and roundabouts. But, but, you know, look at when you're going to go. If you can go when it's a quieter time do that Definitely there's will. some really good resources online for looking at when it's busy when it's quiet crowd calendars and that kind of thing just google disney crowd calendar um so after you're booked the next phase is oh it's the best phase the best phase like the best pre but also slightly stressful phase let's be honest we had a moment we always have moments <laughs> um planning phase and this kind of for us is dining reservations Fast pass booking, yeah. um, and also kind of tweaking your booking plans a little bit as well. So once you're booked, you know where you're staying. Um, one thing that's really useful is um, being able to express a preference to Disney about where within your resort you'd like to stay and making a couple of room requests. Now, mm. room requests cannot be guaranteed, but um, if you're able to give them some specific room numbers you may get what you want. And we had success with this last time. We knew that we, it was our second time staying at Riverside. We wanted to be close to the quiet pool because we just prefer the quiet pool over the main pool. It's also where the laundry was, so it was just kind of handy. So we were able to find some room numbers, hand them over to Disney just on the phone um, after we'd made our booking. And we ended up with our, the, exact room. the exact room we wanted. We, it was brilliant. And it's useful to give it's useful to give a selection of options but to give specific room numbers yeah um and we'll tell you how you can do that in a second but but if you do that because some people might just say or oh, near a quiet pool or near the lobby or whatever is but if you can give specific numbers you're you're more likely get to get exactly specific. you know because near the lobby or near the quiet pool could be the difference of 500 yards or whatever yeah um a lot further probably in most of the disney resorts yeah definitely um, so um I can't remember how we found the rooms for that trip. Um, I think we just Googled and found a map. But since then, and what we've used for 
our trip coming up is um, we found the resources on touringplans.com to be absolutely mm. the best. They actually have a room finder section of their website um, that goes across every single resort, um, whether it's just your regular resorts or DVC, and it helps you to look through a map of all floors within the, the hotel, um, and it even has room views. Mm -hmm. So where someone has stayed or been into one of those rooms, they've taken a photo of the view, um, and if they don't have the view from that specific room, then they will show you the closest one to it so you get a good idea of what you can see when you're looking out the window. Um, that has been really, really helpful. It was good, and it's really good when you're, because the, the, the room prices change depending on the views and whatnot, and you can be kind of like really sneaky and get like, Find out which room is 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 might be one of the yeah the 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 lower kind of rack rate cost, but you can still have a really good view of I don't know whether it be one of the parks or certain water so view we, or whatever. We've got two nights at Bay Lake Tower coming up uh, next month, and we've got a lake view room. Um, so we got on to touring plans and we got into the room finder and started looking at all the different lake view rooms, and we have made a request for a few that are kind of so far round the tower that technically speaking they're a lake view but you can but see it, all of magic kingdom you can see space mountain you can see the castle you just have to be down the far end of the balcony to do so it's so. a good resource and it's worth it's worth yeah. doing so and after fingers you've booked, crossed we'll get it yeah and i guess you'll find out soon but you can let disney know that after you've after you've booked so do do that research you've got some time then to, to do that research find out what they are and make the request to disney and also just back to touring plans again they have a youtube channel and they have really, really good room, um, tours. room tour videos. Yeah. Um, it's funny, I see a lot of people on social media groups asking for people to show their photos of, of rooms that they've stayed in. And photos are great, but honestly, I don't think anything beats a proper walking tour. It's as close as being to, to, to being there as you can get. So, yeah. yeah, they're really good. And there's loads of other room tours, and lots of people do them, and, and different vloggers do I, rooms. I will but... leave, just because I am a mega fan of the touring plan stuff, I will leave some links below to their YouTube channel and also their room finder no affiliation don't know them at all no it's just a good resource not sponsored <laughs> can, can a youtuber sponsor a youtuber i don't know maybe i don't know anyway so that's that that part of it so that's the first part of the planning but this the, i guess this is the biggest bit now is how do you plan what you're going to do for so you're there for two weeks or we, we go for, for two weeks at disney and then we tack on anything from kind of like two to five days where we kind of do other stuff and universal and everything mm. else so, but you need to plan all your time out, and especially where you, where the fast passes book up so far in advance, and the the dining um, reservations are taken pretty quickly as well. So you've got to be really well. Your first, on your, game. your first step is your dining reservations because you make them any time. They open up at one hundred and eighty days before you check in. Almost any time. So. Um, What's fast passes? Sixty. Sixty. Okay. If you're on site, thirty. If you're off site. Um, but the first thing you will physically be able to book is your dining reservations. And and don't underestimate the fact that they will. Some of those places will book very quickly. Yes. So if you want to go eat at Be Our Guest, yes. for example, so we, we've got a breakfast at Be Our Guest on the first day. Day one. Um, and but you need to be there 180 days out. You need to be there because they will be gone. Yeah. That restaurant books out so quick. Um, so. Yeah, so this is why the planning is really useful. So 
Well, I so I, I'm a project manager by trade, so I've got a habit of really like locking down the plan. So <laughs> spreadsheeting yeah. everything. So I, I and you know you can do it with post it. You can draw on a piece of paper. You can do it on your however you do it. So I I just do a create a spreadsheet for the whole time that we're there, and on each of the days I put in. Um, all the park uh, extra magic hours so i know what time the rope drops are all the extended evenings are for those parks um and so then we kind of get, get a rough guide then of kind of where we want to be so do we want to do a late night in that park or do we want to do an early morning rope drop because bearing in mind extra magic hours are just for um residents so especially if you want to go and do specific rides in a park like early morning extra magic hours are great because you get you know a good yeah. amount of time um and likewise, <coughs> evening extra magic hours, um, because a lot of families with young children have already gone because the kids are going to bed. Um, so it can be quite quiet then. So it's good. So we plot those out and we kind of make a rough idea then of which park we're going to be on which day um, or you know, for the morning or for the evening. And because we have table service dining, that is to some extent dictated by where, where we're, we're going to eat. But we, we we refine that, so we'll kind of come on we to do, it, how we book that. Process, yeah. So that, that's the first thing. So we, 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 we map out the when the parks are open, the extra magic hours. Uh, we then kind of decide, okay, this is going to be our primary park of the day. And we tend to do that. We tend to have that. So we're going to go to Magic Kingdom. And then, you know, if we want to, at lunchtime or in the afternoon, go back to the pool or go to the outlets or stay at that park or go to a different park. We can do what we want, but we say well, this is our primary place for the day or for the evening, whatever, however we're planning it. Then we're able to look at, okay, so where do we want to eat? Um, and we decide then how we want to use our dining service, so where we want to use the, the dining plan for a breakfast. Yeah. So this is with table service. So quick service, you're not booking, so you can kind of go anywhere. That That's one advantage if you're just in a quick service dining plan. So you get two quick service meals a day. You don't need any reservations because it's all counter service. Um, so you just go where you want, when you want, whatever you fancy, easy, job done, no mm, planning. That flexibility is really good, actually. It, it is good. So we, we, we went on a, we were on a table service dining plan the holiday before the last one. And we kind of, the way that we'd planned it wasn't as, as good as it could have been. And we felt sometimes a little bit restricted by yeah. where we had to be. So the, the, the last holiday, we went just went quick service dining plan. And then we felt we were really missing out on the dining experience. So we, we wanted to go back to dining plan again. So what we've done is we, again, so we've looked at where we are, where we want to be at certain times of the day and going, do you know what we're going to use it for a breakfast here or for a lunch here or for an evening meal here? It's the, the food portion size is exactly the same. And you're, you're just switching your dates around, how you plan it around. Um, so we, we do that. So we put that in the spreadsheet so we know where we're going to eat. And we're then ready for 180 days. We can go and book those. We then start looking at our fast passes. So what rides do we want to ride? The three rides on that day. Um, and then we look at that across the whole two weeks as well. So we can like balance it out. It might be, you know, on the first morning we're in Magic Kingdom, we might want to do all the mountains, um, fast pass, all of those. Which and then <laughs> the next time we're in Magic Kingdom, we might want to do Haunted Mansion and parts of the Caribbean on fast pass or whatever. But we will plan out every fast pass that we want to book because um, booking fast passes is uh, something you need to do as soon as the window opens up if you want to get your, your favourite ones. So it's important to know, it sounds really overplanned, I know, but it's important to know which ones you want for each day and you need to make a list. So when that 60 days comes around and um, the window opens up around lunchtime here because it opens up first thing in the morning over in the States, 
you can get on there and you can book them all. And have a so so we we've tried a, a few different ways of booking the, and, and and also when you do your fast passes it's also worth there's no point booking fast passes for even if it's a ride you really want to do but if it's a ride that never has a long wait so you know it's always worth going on the My Disney Experience app and look at the wait times of different rides at different yeah. times of the year or different times of day and you can Google kind of the average times anyway but you know. There's no point booking fast passes. I don't know if you can for like things like Country Bear Jamboree or something. No, you can't get you know, fast pass for that. Uh, but but stuff, you know, there's some things not really worth booking fast pass for. Not because it's not worth doing, but because it's never a long way. Or you know, it actually, if you time it right, you know, so like living really- living with the land, for example. I love. It's it's weird. It's is it's, it's like it is weird how much I love living with the land. Yeah, you're an old but, man and you like to spend lots of time uh, in your garden. But I love living with the land. It's just so chill. But here's the thing. Like but you don't need the fast pass for it. At, well, it depends what time of year you go. When we go, it's always quiet. We have never needed to use a fast pass. We've also never needed to use a fast pass but on mission it, space. But if it's, that busy, if it's that busy that you need a fast pass for it, then the other rides are going to be even busier because that's like the least busy, one of the least busy rides. So I'd still use your, it would be still be more sensible to use your fast pass on a ride that has a longer queue. Oh, maybe. Unless you just really love a ride that you need to get on it, you, you know, especially if you're only there for a short period of time, you need to get on it. Anyway, so I would do that. And you know, so for like your premium rides, like um, that are busy at the moment. So Avatar and Flight of Passage is still just mentally busy. What? It's around averaging around two hours, which is a lot better still, than when we were there last. But it's still two hours is a long time to wait in a line for anything. I still, yeah, I don't, I don't keep it two hours because I just love experiencing Disney. So I still, although, no, I wouldn't keep two hours for it for any ride, and it's not because I don't like the ride; so I just don't like queuing. But yeah, so uh, fast past that. So every time you're in Animal Kingdom, whatever you plan out for your days, if you're in Animal Kingdom, always book Flight of Passage if you can. If you, be, yeah. And so when you're booking, when you do actually go and book your fast passes, so 60 days out, if you're on site, um, it's like, if you're not Animal Kingdom until your third day, then book that first. So we did a mixture. We were we were both on our laptops and both logged in and we both had a list of the fast passes mm-hmm. and different days. So I was booking some days, Hannah was booking different days. Yeah. So, you know... And, and we prioritised those which those days ones. and what ones what ones we knew went out so things like like, like Slinky Dog and Toy Story Flight yeah. Passage Avatar so we booked those days although we weren't in those parks until days three or four or whatever is um, we booked those first because they would book up faster than Space Mountain or Thunder Mountain or whatever that was really stressful I prefer to book it sequentially so like the first day second day third day fourth day because it got really confusing um Maybe we just didn't plan it very well. It was a bit ad hoc just before we did it. But, but. we look, we pretty much got everything we wanted. Yeah. The only thing we haven't been able to get a fast pass for is Tower of Terror, which is unusual. It's weird. But I don't do you know, know I've been checking the wait times on that ride recently, and it's for some crazy. reason, Tower of Terror and Aerosmith busier, Coaster, busier just, than like Slinky busy. Dog, busier yeah. than than even busier crazy. than Flight of Passage. I know. But anyway, so we booked them. What we found this time is, unlike before, um, it forced us to space our fast passes out quite wide across the day, so we'd have a good couple of hours between each one, and I don't remember it being like that before. Um, and right. at first, well, yeah. I thought that we were stuck with that. Yeah. I thought that, that we would have to, to have you know kill a lot of time between fast passes. You nudged me then. I'm sorry, I didn't. You, gave, you, did, you did deliberate. Did I? Um, I? I think, but Just then you, up, you pointed out to me that we could then go back into the fast pass bookings 
and actually refine the times down more. Yeah, because when you go to book a fast pass, it gives you it gives you the initial screen gives you like three times. Yeah, just three. So book one of those. So whiz whiz through all your fast passes and just get them all booked in. Don't worry about the time so much. Get them all booked in because once they're booked, you can then go in and refine them. So when you actually click into the the, the ride. Um, there's like a secondary screen for the times. Um, I don't know how to explain it. Really. It has a little button that basically says show all available times. Yeah, and and then you've got there's loads. Loads. So what we do, so so for the first day, for example, we just book the three, um, like Space Mountain, Thunder Mountain, and Splash Mountain. Um, but then when we went in and refined it, we moved them all so they were all within an hour, um, a few hours of each other in the morning. Yeah. So we we knew we had be our guest for breakfast. Um, we then have all of our fast passes that we've crammed into the morning and then we've got Liberty Tree Tavern for lunch at like one o'clock. Mm. So we, so our first day, and this is why the planning's worth it. So we've got Be Our Guest for Breakfast, three fast passes. We'll probably get in some other things and rides and experiences yeah, and stuff definitely. as well. Um, we'll have lunch at Liberty Tree Tavern. We'll be finished there by two. So if we want to, we can stay in the park. We can go to another park. We're actually going to go, because it's the first day, we're going to go to the outlets. Because we'll but we'll see what's in, like what works to have and stuff, and maybe grab some stuff there. But there's always stuff at the outlets that's currently staying in the parks. So yeah, so we so have we a great day look at what's in there. Yeah, but so that's what you can do, and and exactly the same with the dining. So get your dining reservations booked, and then when you're reviewing it after you booked it, all you go, well, do you know what? And we've done this, and we right up even until a couple of days ago, we've been moving our dining around. So the fast passes we we refined at the time. But the, the the dining we've 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 moved, we've um, either changed completely completely different restaurants or we've cancelled certain restaurants, because we thought well, actually if we're here we're not going to want to travel there or it would be easier make more sense to do it yeah. here or or it's like you know and look at the menus and really look at the menus and go do you know what this, I don't know if we fancy that and there's one place that's really surprised me so this is this is a, somewhere that I've never wanted to eat and always thought. I never booked there, and that's a uh, chef de France is in, ne- in Epcot in, yeah. in the French Pavilion. Um, never fancied it. Ne- it's never really caught my attention. I thought the food's probably not going to be. I mean, it's French. Why would I think the food's not going to be great? But I did. Um, but then I can't remember where we had booked. And I was having an eye about. Oh, I'm not sure I want to go there. Yeah, we were going to go all the way over to Animal Kingdom. But, oh, we were going to go to Rainforest Cafe. Yeah. And we've eaten is, there quite a few times before. And it's all right. It's all right. It's nothing special. And I'd rather go do things, like each trip, and trying to do things that we like we haven't done before and eat places where we haven't eaten. Um, and Marrakesh is another one I looked at. Really worth looking at their menu because it looks really nice. But yeah, we looked at the the, 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 the menu for, um, for France and... It's really good, yeah. really, really good, really nice. good food, really good quality, and you get a lot for your money if you're on a dining plan. Um, so we booked there, and because we were and already... we did that this week, you know, we've done that this close to yeah. the holiday, and it's actually been a lot easier to change up and refine some of those dining reservations than I thought it would be. I thought it would be pretty much near impossible now, but it's not been too bad at all. But that's why, that's why... So just closing down then the, the the kind of the planning stage. That's why it's worth having that all out because you can see everything and you can you can think. Well, do you know what? If we're there, if we're in Epcot, do we want to travel all the way to Animal Kingdom to eat at that restaurant just because we, we fancy that restaurant, or do we want to spend the evening there? Or will we want to go? Just just look at it. Look at your day, and then you can kind of like 
it makes more sense that way. Hmm. I'm I'm a visual person. I I like to see it, and once I can see it, it's it makes planning. And the thing is, you're planning now so that when you're there, you don't have to think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the, that's the, the the kind of the trick. But anyway, so the the the, the next bit is the the travel bit. Yeah. So you've booked everything. So at the booking stage, we didn't talk about, it, but you know, you're obviously going to book your flights because you're not going to get there otherwise. Um, you know, you've booked all your travel. You've booked maybe an overnight stay at Gatwick or Heathrow or wherever you're flying from. Um, but what I do is for traveling. I the traveling is the worst part for me. Not the actual traveling, but I, I find it really. I always have this weird kind of feeling that I'm going to get to like airport security and they're not going to like let me in or let me through or you know <laughs> something's going to go wrong so it really freaks me out so until until i get through like um customs on um through orlando airport i can't relax i'm really stressed you're a nightmare on travel it. The, the, literally the moment <laughs> the moment I, I i get through um uh, border control at, at, at orlando then i'm like oh, yeah, yeah. You're a lot better though. But what I do though to make it easier for 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 me with that is I print out everything in the order that I'm going to use it. So I have our Gatwick hotel reservation. Then I have well no other way around. I have um so car the way we, so car parking. So I have the car parking voucher and the the barcode thing. I then have the hotel reservation. I then have the um the flight boarding passes. I'll then have the Magical Express reservation. Oh, Esters. Oh, Esters. Yeah. Well, well, you don't need them, no, but you like to have them. Yeah, you don't need. I don't think I've printed them this time. Have you not? No. You're going to go print them now, aren't you? No, because they're linked. They're linked to your to your passport. Anyway, but yeah, okay. So if you want to do that, your your your, your boarding passes and your Esters, um, then your Vatican Express details, then your your um, uh, reservation details for Disney or Universal or whatever hotel you're staying in, um, and then your um, ticket reservations and that depends how you book tickets so um, we bought annual passes this year for both um... I can't believe you did that I didn't realise it was going to happen you did put on silent so why don't you start from um, so, so from the, tickets okay. so, Go give yourself a pause before you start Depending on how you put your tickets, um, so this year we we've we um, have got fast passes for both Disney and for Universal. Um, fast passes, not fast passes. Well, we annual have annual passes. passes. <laughs> annual passes for Disney and Universal, um, and with the Disney ones, they're linked to your My Disney Experience. So you don't need to print anything out. The Universal ones, because we bought, you buy them from the Universal website. Um, and they don't start until you've checked in your first time. So you have to go to Will Call to get your annual passes. So I printed out the receipts and everything else for that to show that I have booked it. And it's got your barcode and stuff on there. Mm-hmm. So you just go there. It makes it simple. But that's what I do. So I, I have everything out and I have everything in the folder, all organised. So I know that we have everything we need. Um, and, you know, a lot of it are in the apps, but sometimes it's not. So, so it's, like I say, your Disney annual passes and things like our tickets for Not So Scary are all attached to your reservation, all yeah. in my Disney experience, so you don't need to worry about it. Universal's slightly different. Um, like, top tip then, for, for and what we're doing this year, and I don't know if we said this on our, on our vlog previously, but for, um, we've, although we're probably only going once 
this year and once next year, we've booked annual bought annual passes for Universal. Yeah. And it might sound daft if you're only going once in a year, but the reason being, so we 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 put Universal either at the front or at the end of our holiday. Yeah. So we go for like three, four, maybe five days either end. Um, now, if you buy the tickets now on any from Attractions Direct or or any vendor of tickets we can buy universal tickets over here um they are 270 something for the 14 day tickets each so it works out it's it's, it's around like eight nine hundred pounds um for, for for the three of us anyway because kai's 14 so he's classed as an adult now so it's about 900 pounds give or take um and that's for two weeks mm-hmm. the annual passes cost the same price now what we've actually done is is you and Kai have got the seasonal pass, and I think I've got the preferred pass because um, I'm special. But of also, course. but also, it, it's the same price as buying the 14 day ticket. It works out doing it that way, but it means you get things like free parking, you get like your discounts on food and merch and everything yeah, else, which you don't get with the pass that uh, Kai and I have. And, and there's no point in all three of us having a no, preferred pass because you just show my pass every time you buy anything. So exactly. that's all you need. So it only needs one of us to have that. Um, but the reason it's worth doing is because this year we're going to put it. At, we're going to Universal at the end of our two weeks, mm-hmm. so the one year period starts from then. So next year when we go, we'll put it at the start of our two weeks. Yeah. So for the price of a fourteen day ticket that you would normally buy, buying an annual pass pays for our Universal this holiday and next holiday. Because essentially we're going in September. And then we're going again the following August. And that's all in one year. So essentially, it's half price. It's half price and you get the discounts and you get pass holder stuff and you get free parking, blah, blah, blah. So tip, worth looking at. Yeah. Um, I think the the last phase, it's time for the last phase now, which is simply just being there and plans, planning, and even changing plans. It's all done. But while you're there. It's... You don't need to. Exactly. Uh, the, the whole point is you've done, you've done it all up front. Um, with Disney especially you don't need to worry about Universal Universal you just kind of rock up um, if you oh another tip is as well is look at the prices and the discounts you can get with Universal hotels and especially with like Lowe's Royal Pacific or Hard Rock because you get the I think Portofino Bay you get the Express Pass included yeah, that's which means one. you don't have to go in a standard queue for any ride and you can go as much as you want in the Express Pass queue um, so it's like a permanent fast pass all the time for everything. Yeah. So think about that. And especially if you're only going for a couple of days is because you queue a lot at Universal. I know otherwise. people that have done just a two week stay in Florida at a Disney resort, but then actually booked one night in something like uh, Lowe's Royal Pacific and just gone away from Disney and stayed there overnight just to have the Express Pass and done two days. Yeah. You can Universal pay for the Express way. Pass separately, but by the time you look to buy it for three people, you might as well but yeah, to stay there exactly um anyway so yeah that's that that that's that but the my disney experience has all your stuff in there all your fast passes all your dining reservations um but just do do it how you want to do it you know you can follow your plan rigidly or if you go do you know what i'm a bit tired or actually i fancy eating there or do you know what i want to ride something else then change it do it i mean if, if you're going to not do one of your fast passes we would say cancel it on the app yeah just to be fair to other people because it opens it up up. yeah um and if you have seen our 2017 vlogs you will know that we often 
change our plans. I think we really plan out a lot of our trip, but we do it knowing that it doesn't have to stick. And even if we end up changing plans, it doesn't matter. It, it, it's, it's totally fine. Well, what we, I think we, we've, we've counteracted that this time. We've, we've, rather than planning kind of like whole days, mm. um, we've, pl we've planned them into half days. Yeah. So we've planned our fast passes. So if we know we want to eat, uh, uh, I don't know, say nine dragons in Epcot of an evening, our fast passes for Epcot are in the evening. Yeah. So we're going to be there anyway. And it means in the morning, if we want to do something different, we can do. Yeah. And we've done that with all of I our... I think, yeah, that, that is a key tip. Plan for half days because then you've always got the other half to do what you want. And some days, you know, we might, we, we've put all our fast passes in the morning in one park, knowing full well we're going to eat our evening meal in a different park. Yeah. You know, but some half days, other mornings or afternoons are completely clear. So we can either go to that park, a different park, off-site, go to Bass Pro. We're doing that. Yeah, a lot. Okay, a well, lot, or at least once. Okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that has covered all of it. Don't you think? Yeah, this just don't you know if putting a little bit of work up front to 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 get it right, and then when yeah. you're there, you don't need to worry about it, and yeah. it, and and just be flexible. Yeah. Um, and use the my disney experience app it's really good and when when all your fast passes are you've done your three fast passes obviously just keep booking more on the app keep checking because cancellations come up all the time and and same with reservations um for dining cancellations come up and mm. if you couldn't get a dining reservation that you really wanted um because it wasn't showing as available on um the disney website Walk up to that restaurant. Yeah, always give it a go. And especially when, when go and see one of the cast members. Uh, all the restaurants have cast members on the front. Um, uh, and go and talk to them. Especially when they've just kind of opened for a service I period. Think, I think the last time we ate at Le Cellier, which was 2015 to be fair, um, we got that on a walk up. And we even just, like Rose and Crown as well. We just did it really early. We did it really early for the dinner service. So like... 4 p.m. But they don't. But I don't think they booked a capacity. They they they, they have a, an allotment that they have mm. for reservations, but they they have to account for people just turning up to yeah, eat. Yeah, sure. So they don't overbook it that way. Um. So yeah. So if there's somewhere you really want to eat, just walk up. You know, it's worth doing. And it doesn't have to be on that day. Walk up, say on the Monday, and we want it for Thursday. And then if you've got something booked for Thursday, you can cancel it on the app. Um. But yeah, always walk up and try it because you will be surprised at most places you'll you'll get in yeah um, so i think we are about as planned as we can be for this trip next next stage for us i think today are we getting the cases down i might get them down in a minute but do you know what we've been doing so we've been we've been i think we were sat out in the garden um like yesterday day before mm -hmm. on just, that really hot day yeah Thursday. just sat in the garden with a nice coffee and we would it's about nine in the evening and it, we were talking about if you could be on any ride right now what would it be yeah or if you could be with it. so it was it was nine in the evening and all I, I wanted to be uh, um not captain jacks um trader sam's trader sam's i want to be at trader sam's with a cocktail just kind of chilling out but then we we're talking about where do you want to eat and like ohana mm -hmm. really looking forward to it seems we just really year. want to hang out at the polynesian this year yeah i know um <laughs> But yeah, so you're starting to fantasize, and you can smell it. And it's that close. Taste it. So is it 23? 24 days. 24 days. Um, that's really close. Really so we've close. basically got, between now and then, I think we've got two more of these videos um, to put out. 
Um, but yeah, if you're not already, follow along with us on Instagram and you can just see what we're up to day to day as we get closer and closer. And then follow with us while we're there. Um, it's at Chance Do Disney on Instagram. Um, if you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. Please also hit subscribe um, because it's really nice to have you following along. Ask us any questions in the comments below. And give us for next weekend. So we've got nothing planned for next weekend. Yeah. So if there's a specific topic or you have specific questions you want to know about us, what we're doing, what our plans are or, or anything, Put the questions below and then we can use that for, for next week. Yeah. So, I think that's it for now. Yeah. Let's go get those cases. Bye. Bye.